Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And thank you for joining us here. Traffic and weather together every nine minutes on the 8th all morning long. 888-900-3393 is the number to call. Or you can uh, you can also tweet us at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Still looking to uh, maybe put something up on Parlor or Gab. Oh, oh wow. You know. Gab and Parlor. Well, let us know. Keep us updated. Sure, I will. I mean, I, I, I you will. know, when when that when that happens, mm-hmm. we'll start promoting it. I'm just I'm worried that you know, as obsessed I am with Twitter and Facebook, if I add Parlor and Gab, I'm not going to have any time for my family. Where does the time go? Well, I just uh, there's no time. There's just no time. <laughs> uh, so the president continues to impress and uh, and amaze. I love this because the video of Joe Biden, let's see, uh, yeah, uh, talking about the defense secretary and the critics were calling it evidence of his, you know, like us, cognitive decline, while others, this article states, such as fact-checking site Snopes, suggest the 78-year-old commander-in-chief may just have gotten, quote, stuck doing an extended folksy ad-lib after initially tripping over his words, unquote. That's all that was. That's all this is. And I want to thank the, the, the uh, former general. I keep mm. calling him general. But my, my, uh, the guy who runs that my, outfit the guy, over there. My, uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. Uh, you know, the, the place with the f- uh, five-sided building. Looks like a, I don't know, the thing with five sides is what it looks like. You know oh. that thing over there? He's talking about the Pentagon. Oh. His defense secretary, he's talking about, and the Pentagon, neither of which he can remember. And to Snopes, well, that's just, he got stuck doing an extended folksy conversation. That's all. A folksy? That's, I mean, that's despicable. Oh. What is the matter with you? Yeah, he was doing an extended folksy ad lib after initially tripping over his words. There's no problem. <laughs> are are you watching the same guy we are? <laughs> wow. Then we also found out uh yesterday uh about something very meaningful to the uh to the president that I guess should be meaningful to us. The vast majority of economists left, right, and center, from Wall Street to the mm-hmm. to the to the private private, private uh, 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 economic economic uh, uh, polling initiatives. polling initiatives the economists okay. as I said <laughs> left right and center <laughs> okay so every day man we're talking about the private uh, economic uh, uh, polling initiatives mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean what if you if you were to couple the private Economic polling initiatives, yeah, with the Batacath care and the true internet depression, then you'd have an agenda that's really second to none. I mean, he loves the the folksy ad libs. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? Oh. I mean, listen to that folksy ad lib. The vast majority of economists, left, right, and center, right from Wall Street, Wall Street to, to the to the, 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 the private private uh, private uh, 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 economic. economic. Uh, uh, polling uh, initiatives. Po- polling initiatives. The what the hell? As I said, left, right, and are center. Are private economic polling initiatives. 
<laughs> Google that. See if anything even oh, comes up. Wait, what is it again? Private. Private. Economic. Economic. Polling initiatives. How many times does he have to say it, Keith? I mean. Well, I don't know. I mean. You're showing your ignorance right now that you don't know about the private economic polling initiatives. And I'm a little embarrassed for you, frankly, because they're important. Uh, should I do it in quotes? <laughs> <laughs> what? Private economic <laughs> polling initiative. Yeah. I mean, it's probably listed right there next to bad cath care, isn't it? Well, Is... and I think it's a right mm-hmm. for people to have bad cath care. Okay. And? I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true and international effort to pressure. Yeah. 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 So what did you come up with with private economic uh, uh, polling initiatives? Um, that would be uh, a... a um, that would be a Twitter handle somebody scooped up. Yeah, I bet. Is all it is. Yeah, because there's no such thing exactly. as, a, as a private economic polling initiative. I, honestly, you put it in quotes to make sure it's only that phrase exactly. <clears throat> right, it's, and it doesn't exist. There's no, no such thing. It's just a Twitter handle that was just created. It's just part of uh, Joe Biden, Joe being Joe. It's just Lunchbox Joe being Joe. That's his folksy ad using his folksy ad libs, exactly. Sorry. <laughs> no, right, I was getting to it. <laughs> Uh, I, I didn't wait for you to get to your own folksy ad <laughs> No, you did not. That's got to be today's show title, y'all. Private Fol- jo- folks. Okay, Joe's folksy ad libs. Ad libs. I mean, this guy. Come on, they can't be. Uh, uh, we know the press is going to cover for him, but, but this is ridiculous. This is so ridiculous. You better bookmark this asinine. Snopes article on your phone. Uh, in fact, we'll tweet it out at Pat Unleash, and that way, when when one of your coworkers is defending this senility and this mm. um, obviously the deficiency that is getting worse every day, mm-hmm. just just pull that out. Just pull that. Out. I was like, okay, come on. You really believe this guy's all there? There's no way you. Could, there's no way. Folksy ad libs. I mean, I know, and like you said, I know they want to cover for him. I know Snopes does that on a regular basis. I know CNN's going to do it and MSNBC. But when it's something so obvious, they're going to look back on this time. Well, they're not going to care because nobody's going to hold them accountable. But this is despicable. They are. They're just promoting the fact that there's nothing wrong with the president of the United States when, in reality, this guy's not going to last. I, I can almost guarantee you that. They got to be thinking, man, I really thought we could have gotten two years out of this guy. And how irresponsible is it of everybody near him that they even tried to get two years out of him or four years out of him or whatever they thought they could they could milk out of him, especially his despicable wife, Dr. Jill McBiden. <laughs> <sighs> Lady McBiden? Lady McBiden. Coined? Yes, <laughs> Le- Doctor Lady or Lady Doctor. I'm not sure which comes first. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's really pathetic, and it's it certainly uh, shows their lack of compassion for him because his decline is going to be out there for the entire world to see. And it's so bad that it's Kamala Harris taking all the calls with the world leaders. She's out there in front making calls to other world leaders when she's the vice president. The vice president doesn't do that. The vice president doesn't do solo calls with world leaders. That's the president's job. But obviously, they've already determined one month in, maybe what, a month and a half in, that he can't do it. He's not capable. He's not up to it. And still has not had that press conference. And he's still not going to. Tomorrow's thing isn't a press conference. Yeah, you're it's right. a yeah. speech. It's a primetime address. Initially, they said, well, yeah, he's finally scheduled the press That's conference. What I thought. No, he didn't. That's not, it's not going to be a press Did conference. Did they change that? Or? 
I don't know, but you know, that's the thing about the press. <clears throat> as much as they'll cover for this guy, if it'll get to a point where the, it won't matter to them that the world is, the nation is crumbling beneath our feet. Right. But yeah. if you slight them, then now it's going to, oh, wait a minute. You won't even talk to us. We'll cover for you, but you've got to at least talk to us. That's exactly right. Hmm. When it directly involves them and what they want from you, you start, you start affecting that, then the relationship goes to hell. Don't, don't you dare cross the press. Because then they'll take you on. Yeah, I mean, that's what they did with Hillary, for one thing. You can lie to their face all you want. They're you're they're on the same team, right? They'll mm-hmm. wink and nod, and they'll write the story. They'll spin for you. Just look at Snopes sure. with the folksy ad libs. But if you don't even give them the time of day, then mm-hmm. it's going to get to a tipping point. But the question is, right. when is that? And I mean, private economic polling in- initiatives right. won't even save you at that point. They won't save you. So <laughs> that's how serious it is. <laughs> well. I mean, it is, we are six weeks into this debacle, seven weeks into this yeah. insanity. Yeah. And is it worse than you thought already? Because I think it. Yeah, it I, is. I think I'm surprised how how bad it is already. And I mean, I knew it was going to be bad. Yeah. But uh, fake wow. it, man. It's he a crap even, storm right now. It's a crap storm while they are <clears throat> locking him down, and he's under so much control. Yep. They're not letting the press talk to him. Kamala is doing everything. Kamala is everywhere. And the few times that he actually speaks, it sounds like this. <laughs> what? Like this? <laughs> the vast majority of economists, mm. left, right, and center. Yeah. From Wall Street to the... To the... To the... To the... Private... Private... private uh, 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 economic... Economic... Uh, uh, polling initiative. Yeah, just go with that. Just, we'll go with that. I don't even know what he was trying to say there. Nobody what you, does. What are you trying to get to? The <laughs> the private economic what? I mean, where do you go with that? Oh, well, obviously you go to polling initiatives because that's <laughs> that's and where I'm, he went. I'm not. I'm, here's the thing. Fantastic. I'm not being flippant when I say they obviously need to up his meds. Oh right? yeah. Oh yeah. And, no, that's a real thing. Yeah, and then it's going to get to a point where. Mm. Just you're never gonna see him. You're not gonna see him for. It's gonna be like the 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 North Korean thing. It's gonna be yeah. weeks will pass by. Yeah. Or it's gonna be like Woodrow Wilson, where we they didn't see him in America for two years. Now it wasn't as weird then because yeah. they didn't have the coverage, the wall to wall coverage that we have now. So it's gonna be noticeable when that happens. And we're not gonna believe that's really him sitting there tweeting at us. Okay. Right. We know somebody else has access to that account. Huh. And the press will cover to the extent that they will say something like, man, I'm so glad we have a real adult in the White House that isn't making the news all the time with his tweets and stuff. Right. But that's only going to last for so long. Yes. Once they, don't, once they don't get any quotes from him or they don't get any participation with him, they don't have any access to him, then the, the coverage will change on him. It's incredible. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Yesterday, kind of an interesting admission from the Biden administration. Biden staff official admitted <laughs> that Donald Trump's policy stopped illegal immigration. Sort of, kinda. <laughs> uh, Madam Ambassador, do you think it's a coincidence that as soon as Trump and his immigration policy were on the way out, and mm-hmm. Biden and his stated policy were on the way in, this historic surge at the border started? Well. <laughs> 
first of all, one of the things I think is important is we've seen surges before. Surges tend to mm -hmm. respond mm -hmm. to hope. And <coughs> there was a significant hope for a more humane policy after oh. four years of you mm. know, pent-up demand. Yeah. So I don't know whether I would call that a coincidence, but I certainly <laughs> think that the idea that a more humane policy would be in place uh -huh. may have driven people to make that decision. Huh. It's the exact same policy. The only thing making it more humane is that you're calling it something that's humane. rather, And, so, and the media is backing you up on it. That's the only difference. They're putting them in the same facilities that they did before. And there's just as many, if not more of them. We're already at full capacity on the uh, child internment camps. And they're realizing that there was a reason they were separated. Because a lot of them show up alone without a parent. What are you going to do with them? Who are you going to pair them with? You're just going to toss them in with adults that you don't know anything about? That could be dangerous for them. So you put them in a separate facility. Sometimes uh, their parents come with them, but you don't want to keep them in this in the same detention center that there's those same filthy adults all around unless their parents are watching them every second of every day. That's dangerous. Hmm. So you separate them. You've called them facilities and facilities. detention centers. I yeah. don't know that verbiage. I belong to the American left and in my vernacular, the cages. I thought they were just kids in cages. Yeah, kids in cages before. Thank you. Now they're facilities. Oh, so it changed. Yeah. When did it yeah, change? Yeah. Like, do you have a rough date on uh, when that terminology? Roughly January twentieth. Roughly. roughly, that seems yeah, roughly oddly specific <laughs> for a rough estimate. Yeah, yeah. it kind of is, isn't huh. it? Huh. I don't know what causes that, but huh. yeah, it's an oddly specific rough estimate <laughs> because. <laughs> I I don't know anything about the private economic polling initiative, and so mm -hmm. I don't I, have much to compare it to. I will say I do enjoy your folksy ad libs, Pat. Thank you, mm -hmm. thank you, Keith. I try. Uh, let me tell you about Built Bar. These uh, bars are delicious. They're healthier for you because they're protein. They're filled with protein, sixteen to twenty grams of protein, only three to five net carbs. <laughs> now, do you remember? The the protein bars of the past. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we'll mention any names, but chemical sandwich. Yes. Uh huh. They're just nasty. I mean, they might almost taste. I don't know. Acceptable going down, but then the, that aftertaste was all Dow Chemical. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I'm sure it's healthy. Built Bar. I'm sure that the mm -hmm. the, the the calories, all those numbers, mean something, right? Yes. All I know is when I eat them. Mm -hmm. They taste great. They taste great. They and I'm not hungry for a long time. So it's magic. Mm -hmm. it's, and, and then on top of that, it's, you're telling me it's healthy too? Wow. Yes. <laughs> and they come in so many different flavors. Uh, get a mixed box and just try them all because I think you're going to love all of them. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're delicious. And uh, you don't have to feel guilty about eating them. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code PAT20 and you'll get 20% off your next order. Promo code PAT20 for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. So Dr. Fauci uh, tried to explain why vaccinated people can't 
really travel yet. Why, why is that an issue? Why are we still recommending that people stay where they are, that people wear masks, that you still socially distance? Well, wait, I thought that's what the vaccine was for. Uh, here he is asked about that. We, uh, we know from the Biden administration that they say it will make its decisions based on science. What's the science behind not mm-hmm. saying it's safe for people who have been vaccinated, receive two doses huh. to travel? Yeah. You know, that's a very good question, John. And, and the CDC is carefully heading in that direction. Uh, you know, when we when when Dr. Walensky made the announcement a day or two right. ago about the fact that when you have a couple of people, two or three or more people in a family more. setting, both of whom are vaccinated, even if it's someone from another, a friend that doesn't have to be a member of the family. Mm-hmm. That was the first in a multi-step process that they are going to be rolling out. Mm. They're being careful, understandably. Careful. They want to get science. They want to get data. Science. And then when you don't have data. the data, data and you don't have science. the actual evidence, then you've got to make a right. judgment call. And I think that's what you're going to be seeing in the next weeks. You're going to see little by little more and more More. guidelines getting people to be more and more flexible. The first installation of this Mm -hmm. is what can vaccinated people do in the home setting. Obviously, the next one is going to be what you're asking. What about travel? What about when going can out? I move? What about getting a haircut? What about doing what things about like that? that? Yeah. That's all imminently going to be coming out. So the simple answer, John, is there's, there is no reason people can't travel. Uh, it's just one of the many uh, ways that we control people's lives that we don't want to give up yet, John. No kidding. That's the simple answer. Oh, my. So, you know they don't intend to ever open this up. It's a good question, John. I'm kind of pissed that you asked it, you know, here on CNN, where we're supposed to just not be challenged at all. Right. (laughs) So in the same breath, he's talking about we got to follow the science. Yeah. But we're making judgment calls. Well, that's not the science. This guy sucks. (laughs) That's the thing. And then he also said, well, I think, you know, in a few weeks you're going to see this. And then Mm -hmm. a few weeks you're going to see that. They've already planned out your future for you. He's admitting that. Yeah, we're going to give it a few weeks, and then we're going to loosen this grip on you. Then another few weeks. I mean, this thing's got a timeline they already got etched in. They can't just admit. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know what we're talking about. We don't know what we're doing. Uh, It's just luck of the draw that every single person in the United States isn't dead already. (laughs) It's just dumb luck. That's all it is, John. Uh, Meanwhile, what's going on with the vaccine? In some instances, uh, some things that you might want to consider before receiving the vaccine. I don't know. Like a 39-year-old mother in Utah died just four days after receiving the second dose of COVID-19, you know, the COVID vaccination. It doesn't... Oh, it is. Yes. The Moderna one. Cassidy Lynn Curl passed away on February 5th from apparent complications due to the Moderna vaccination. She was reportedly required to get the vaccine. She was required to get it because of her job as a surgical technician for plastic surgeons. (sighs) Her family says she had no known health problems or pre-existing conditions. Her dad said she was seemingly healthy as a horse. I don't know how healthy horses are as a rule, but um, she had no known underlying conditions. And she died four days after the... After the shot. So young. My gosh. 39. Uh, yeah. God. And she had to get it. Had to get, get it. Her job. Yeah. I'm telling you. It's sad. If, if you get this vaccine and something bad happens to you, 
A, you're not allowed to go after the drug manufacturers. Right, that was taken care of yep. before this even started. B, you're not going to be able to really go after the government, really? Come no, on. no, no. And so C, congratulations, employers, if you're requiring your employees to, um, in terms of employment, to keep their job, mm-hmm. to get this vaccine, be ready to be liable if something like this happens to your employee. If you mandate this, have fun with that. Right. Right. Now that could lead to lawsuits. And that could lead to employers coming to their senses and not requiring this stuff because of the liability issue. You start throwing around that word, who's Mm going to be liable when something Mm -hmm. like this happens? And then companies will back off. Now, according to the CDC, how safe are the COVID vaccines? Uh, More congenital anomalies and birth defects and emergency room visits were reported after getting a COVID vaccine in the U.S., than after any of the other 93 vaccine types in the CDC's database. So this is according to the CDC database. They're comparing this series of vaccines, the Moderna, the Pfizer. Uh, I don't think Johnson & Johnson is on the market yet, but they'll lump that in with it as well. And they're comparing it to the other vaccines we have. For instance, polio, smallpox, all of that. Yeah, How many vaccines are there total? 93. 93 vaccines. And uh, so this has more deaths than the other 92 vaccine types. And this is how they stack up among all of them in certain categories. Congenital anomalies and birth defects. Now, I would think it's way too early to to know anything about birth defects. Mm. But it's number one in that category for congenital anomalies and birth defects. For emergency room visits... The COVID-19 vaccines are number one. In death after receiving the vaccine, number two. Doesn't say who's number one. Uh, Life-threatening problems afterwards, it's fifth. Serious adverse effects, seventh. Hospitalizations uh, after receiving the vaccine, it's tenth, as far as vaccines are concerned. Uh, Permanent disability, it's twelfth. And total adverse effects, it ranks 15th out of out of 93. Man. Does that seem safe and effective? <laughs> right out I, of the gate. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the longer this goes on and the more we hear about this, the less I want to have anything to do with the vaccine. Yeah, you had a uh, listener to your program who said that uh, their aunt, uh, he tried to tell the whole family, look, Please don't get this. And the aunt got it and then had a stroke. Oh, it was geez. Moderna. Yeah. Good golly. Like how quickly after did they did they say? It was uh, Friday got the shot. Okay. And then Monday had the stroke. And this, this now would like they had would days. they have had the stroke otherwise? We'll never really know. Well, they said but she was healthy and wow. had nothing going on. Wow. Uh, why? I, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Might want to wait on that pill. Yeah. The pill that treats it. If you get COVID-19, this essentially is a cure. It's not a vaccine. It's a cure. And it's looking really promising. And they expect to have that in the next five months. It's like a Tamiflu. You get the flu. You get five-day <clears throat> treatment from mm-hmm. the doctor. You take mm-hmm. it. And, and you're good. Good to go. It, uh, I, I don't think anybody's died after receiving this treatment. Uh, and the hospitalizations are way, 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 way down. And so it looks really good. 
I, to me, that's a better alternative. Yeah. Or you could just, you know, suck it up and wear a mask, Pat. I mean, come on. Why don't you just do that? You want people to die? Oh, yeah. The CDC just came out and said that uh, less than 2% uh, difference between municipalities where there is a mask requirement. Huh. And-, and then I turn to what uh, Dr. St. Anthony Fauci said about masks a year ago. Masks are important for someone who's Blood. infected to prevent them from infecting someone else. Now, okay. when you see people and look at the films in mm-hmm. China and South China, China whatever, everybody's wearing a mask. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. Huh. You're sure of it, because people are listening really no, closely to this. No. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. I love that. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, mm-hmm. wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might Bennett. even block a, a droplet. This is a rare moment of just truth-telling. Yeah. Because how has this changed so dramatically with him? It Well, he's lying to us. That's how. When was this? This was a year ago. It's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. Huh. And often, there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling really? with the mask and they keep touching their face. Yeah. And yeah. can you get some schmutz sort of staying uh, uh, inside uh, uh, there? Of course, and, of course. But of when course. you think masks, you should think of healthcare providers needing them. And, and, and you not, not wearing the them. The people, That's what who, you when think. you look at the films of foreign countries and you see 85% of the people wearing masks, mm-hmm. that's fine. That's fine. Okay, I'm not against you. it. If you want to do it, that's fine. Sure. But it can lead to a shortage it, of masks. Exactly. Which that's we're the starting point. To it could see. lead right, to right, a shortage right. of masks. Hmm. Wow. What a difference a year makes. Huh? I wonder. <laughs> uh, he felt the same in July, right? When, when he went to the Washington Nationals game and didn't wear the mask. Well, that's uh, just if you, if you judge him by his actions, not his words. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, if, you, if you say, do what I say, not as I do, then that's completely discounted. But if you believe that his words uh, should be backed up by his actions, then yeah, July, he felt the same way. He felt because he knows he's a doctor. He's a world renowned doctor. He knows the masks don't do any good. Or if they do any good, it's very, very little. So. <laughs> and then it was later. So that was March. Ninth-ish, eighth-ish, somewhere in there. Yeah, two days ago was the one-year anniversary of that. And then I find an article from March 31st, 2020, where Fauci says, mask-wearing recommendation is under very serious consideration. I mean, he waits two, three weeks. And And then it's different. Flips it. Yep. I mean, just sit back. I mean, if you're making a Mm -hmm. case, uh, well, Dr. Fauci said, fill in the blank, give it a few weeks. It'll change. It'll change. Just like the weather. Uh, also, nearly three out of four of the half a million Americans who've died from COVID-19 were obese or overweight. So 75% of the people, this is actually 73%, they say, 73% of Americans who have died have been obese or overweight. Um, so that's the one really, really big side effect uh, or the thing that you have to worry about, the mitigating circumstance that mm. leads to serious problems with this disease for some reason. Uh, the data of one study group found 46% of those who have died from the virus were obese. 20, 27.3% were overweight. <clears throat> What's the difference between overweight and, o- and obese? I think obese overweight. is worse than overweight. Yeah, right? overweight just means you're chunky. 
And yes, and, and obese, obese means you're like you're you got a real problem. Yeah. A body mass index above thirty is considered obese, while overweight people have a BMI of twenty five to twenty nine point nine. In the U.S., about seventy percent of Americans are considered overweight, <laughs> with forty two point four percent classified as obese. In addition, the CDC found that nearly eight in ten people hospitalized for the virus were either obese or overweight. Uh-huh. The new data follows a report from the World Obesity Foundation. Did you know there was one? Hey, we've got a World Obesity Foundation? Wow. Are they huh. in cahoots with the private economic <laughs> polling initiative people? Oh, <laughs> I think they group, are. Same group, different name. Yeah, yeah. yep, same group. They said that, uh, anyway, the World Obesity Federation, we all know and love it as the WOOF. <laughs> Wait, the, the WOOF? The WOOF. Uh huh. <laughs> they said 90% of all COVID 19 deaths worldwide have occurred in countries where half the population is considered obese or overweight. Interesting. But you never hear that. Nope. You just hear Americans. Americans that's, are dying. That's correct. Meanwhile, the death rates in California and uh, Florida are virtually identical with completely opposite restriction no rules. No kidding. So that's also interesting to take note of. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We'll be right back with the uh, polling initiatives. You know the <laughs> the private economic polling initiatives. Pat Gray returns. And I want to thank the the, the uh, former general. I keep calling him general, but my. Mm-hmm. My uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. Mm. Uh, I want to make sure we thank or the secretary for the all secretary. he's done okay. to try to implement what we just talked about. That's great. And for recommending mm. these two women for promotion. And I wish I could just remember uh, the name of that building over there uh, or the name of the guy I'm talking about or uh, the position that he holds. Uh, right mr president that was a direct quote yeah that wasn't a direct quote right there (laughs) you know it take it takes a lot to get used to a a new name right like yeah my brain is still and it's not a sexist thing this is my brain quickly thinks of stewardess before i think of flight attendant Mm -hmm. it just does because we lived with that for so long that's why well look didn't didn't they used to call it Secretary of War? Because I think that's what he was probably stumbling into. Maybe. You know, because he's mm-hmm. so old that yes. he actually remembers when it was Secretary of War. Also, when you <laughs> go into cognitive decline like that, oh. things from your past do return to you. <laughs> you remember those sometimes more readily than something that just happened. Like my dad at the end of his life believed that he had to feed the cows because that was his, his job when he lived in an orphanage was oh, he wow. had to go out and feed the cows. When he was a, a kid, and <clears throat> it was it was heartbreaking because he always wanted to go feed the cows. He was really concerned about them, and I think that's what's happening to Joe. Maybe he's returning to the past in his mind, and then he realizes, "Wait, uh, where are my pants?" Something like that. Seriously? I think that's what happens. Yeah, uh, Tobin for Pope campaign tweets. I keep hearing that the U.S. is a democracy, so when do we get to vote on shutdowns, mask mandates, <laughs> social distancing, right? and Fauci? Oh, uh-huh, yeah. Good question. 
Good question. Because, yes, we should have all those initiatives, right? Along along with the private polling. No, the private economic polling initiative. Uh, Rowdy introvert tweets, which pronunciation of China do you prefer? I think we already went through this. Trump's China or uh, Fauci's China? <laughs> no, I'm going to say Trump's China. Yeah, I'm going with China. Yeah. Uh, so we tweeted that out if you'd like to vote in Rowdy Introvert's <clears throat> poll at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. All righty. This from B to Bodine. I'm sure Jen Psaki will tell us about what the private economic polling initiative is as soon as she circles back to ask Joey exactly what the heck he's talking about. Joey. I can, I'll circle back if there's more I can oh, share no. with you. All right. Uh, She's making a concerted effort not to say circle back anymore. <laughs> Touched a nerve there. <laughs> uh, folksy Adliber already, <laughs> already made its way to Twitter. <laughs> Remember Joe Biden at his best. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. Oh, wow, that's right. That's, his that's best. when he was at, at his best. <laughs> in Delaware, the largest growth in population is Indian Americans moving from India. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. So for, am I, I'm not joking. Yeah, sadly, we know you're not joking. And that's why you also say... I mean, you got the first sort of mainstream African-American mm-hmm. who is articulate, articulate and bright, bright. And, and clean and nice-looking guy. <laughs> I mean, it's, that's a storybook, man. That's a storybook, wow. man. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so rare to have a, a Democrat president who's also a racist. I mean, it never yeah. happens, oh, right? Oh, never. I mean, there's never, never been like an LBJ or, or a Woodrow, Woodrow Wilson. Wilson. Or an FDR. Jackson, or we uh, could do this all day. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Man. Uh, all right. We also have this. In the age of COVID-19, and there's just such stupidity going on. Um, look at the these people sitting in the woods. Oh, somebody sent us this. I don't understand this. This is those. It's like when they <clears throat> put those kids in band in. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah. It's the same thing. These little tents that you'll see at soccer games. So, do you bring that with you when you go out and hey, let's take a, let's have a picnic, and we'll all take our individual private uh, plastic tent with us, and we'll sit in it. And look at this. What are you doing? That one chick in the middle there with the like the orange or the red one. She's uh-huh. bold. I mean, she's got the window open on hers. Ooh. See now. She's probably dead now. Oh, <clears throat> we haven't followed died. up. We've had this yeah. for a few days. I bet oh, she's dead. I bet you're right stupid if you're gonna bring your plastic individualized tent with it you better keep the window closed now we should think this through though these lockdowns and stuff the people that are really hell-bent on them are much more the left-leaning persuasion Mm -hmm. we should say that the masks aren't going to keep you safe you you should stay at home like literally let's make it so that these leftists Uh just end up staying at home while the rest of us are out in society i like that and if you do go outside, make sure you bring your individual tent yeah. with you. Because we don't want to be subject subjected to your, you know, germs, your breathing, mm-hmm. all of that. And not one mask. Two. Or. Three. Or. Twelve. As many as you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> also, it is so ridiculous. Somebody just took a video of a maternity ward, like the, they're in the nursery yeah, of a hospital. I don't know where this is. Check this out. Uh, this is unbelievable. 
They have put shields on the babies. This is sickening. These babies have face shields on them. <laughs> You're not following the science with that because the science is that babies rarely, very rarely even get it and that they're certainly not passing it on to anybody. That's cr- that's just asinine. Almost criminally stupid. Yeah. And yet it continues. Uh, there's an Ohio school district that's requiring double masking based on CDC guidance. Um, they're, they're requiring all their students and the staff to double mask when in-person learning resumes later this month. Bexley City Schools said Thursday they made the decision to require double masking after reevaluating guidance from the CDC. Mm-hmm. The same <laughs> CDC that just told us. <clears throat> That there is hardly any difference where masks are required to where they're not as far as infection rates go. Nothing makes sense. It just really doesn't make sense. And Los Angeles teachers in the unified uh, L.A. teaching district thing that they have, whatever it is. (laughs) uh, They've been warned not to post vacation pictures on social media. As the union continues to seek a safe return to in-person instruction... Because what's happening is they're being told, okay, you can't, we can't have in-person school. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to Mazatlan and <laughs> Cancun and they're doing the, the Ted Cruz thing. Yeah. But there is something they could be doing. They could be holding in-person class. Right. And yeah. instead they're vacationing. So of course they don't, they don't want to give that up. Yeah. Don't, don't let these parents know that you guys are living your life. It's just that you want an extended vacation. Right. And it looks really bad. When you're sending photos of vacation, when you tell us that you can't teach your class, you're too scared. Uh, look, COVID hates schools, and so that's where it hangs out. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't hang out down in Cancun. Not or, at all. Yeah, at the beach. Yeah. No. Oh, my goodness. That's why Mexico has no, almost no problem with COVID-19. Am I right? <clears throat> <laughs> oh, boy. That, what a crazy, crazy world. To be buying this crap at this point... You're just, you can't admit you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you can't admit that you've been played by, by those that have more power than you in this society. And so mm-hmm. you continue to play their game and try to convince yourself, no, no, I'm, I'm doing this because it makes me safer and helps people. In the meantime, don't get played by your real estate agent. Oh, look at you, See the smooth transition. of the Segway. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it made the really yeah. silky smooth transition. You sure did. And then stopped and talked about it. Right. Which kind of eliminates I, I the whole silky I, smooth I, 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 but Yeah, and then I'm going to even drag it on even more by saying I didn't give you much to work with, but yet you managed to segue beautifully, and then, of course, we ruined it because that's what we do. Yeah, right, exactly. We take a nice moment, and we completely beat it to death. <laughs> Yes, we do. Real estate agents I trust. It's Glenn's company, so his team carefully vets all of these agents and makes sure that they're the best available in your market. And if they can't find somebody that really stands out in a crowd, they just, we don't have a realtor in that area. Uh, So go to real estate agents I trust and pick you one because you really want somebody who's really good to see you through the process. When it's the biggest investment you're going to make in your life, you want to make sure you get it right. And if you're selling your home, you want to sell it quickly so that you get the most money out of it. 
Plus, all of these realtors um, are fans of the show, so you're going to have stuff in common with them right from the very beginning. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name says it all. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Let's go to Scott in Kentucky. Hey, Scott, you're on the blaze. All right, Pat. Hey. Keith, love your show. Thank you. Appreciate that. That's the only thing that makes my morning tolerable. Uh, I just wanted to ask you a question. It's a Chicom virus-related question. Mm-hmm. Uh, if uh, the state government were forcing com- uh, businesses to shut down to, like, 25% capacity, 50% capacity, mm-hmm. shouldn't those businesses only have to pay 25% or 50% of their taxes? That's a great point. Yeah, that's a great point. And do you think that's going to be the case? Not on your uh, life. Probably not. No, not on yeah. your life. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks, Scott. That's a really good question. When all of this is brought on by the government, should you have to pay your full tax burden to them? Mm. Not if they shut you down and told you you can't go to work and you can't open your business. And even when you can, you can have 25% of business that you normally have. Wow. And write off the masks that you're, that you're buying, too. Figure out a way to do that. <laughs> I bet that's a big thing. With uh, of course, how much does the mask cost? Uh, I suppose if you're buying thousands of them every month, yeah. it, it could run into some and, money. And can you really put a price on on saving your life? Uh, no, you cannot. You know, you, even if it was made in a no, you sweatshop on the other side of the what? planet. What you know where like, people are? What evidence do you have on the floor with their bare feet? Something like that occurring, rubbing up against your. I mean, your if mask. you could show me. Of what you're speaking, then yeah. I might be a little irritated. This is the point. Obviously, you can't. I'm at the mercy of the people in the other room, <laughs> hoping that they did save that video of the uh, guys making the masks. Yeah, but usually it would be up there by now. Remember how we did that, that segue the into that and, uh, live read a few I, minutes ago, and we yeah, just kept on going and stuff. I remember that. Yeah. So yeah. there's a video. Kind of same thing happening right now. I'm kind of losing hope in the video of the guys making yeah, the apparently masks. Apparently, it's not going to happen. You know, sweatshop. Is it going to happen, Rob? On the other side of the... We've stalled as long as we possibly can. I'm going to take that as a no. All right. (laughs) Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. You know, people are loving the... People, even though there's inconvenience, uh, there is death, there is suffering, there are people who are appreciating this pandemic because it's helping them. What? Uh, The CEO of CNN... Of, the, of CNN's parent company just said that the pandemic is really good for ratings. And oh. now he's apologizing for that. Oh. Now, because he's on the left, I'm, maybe the left will accept his apology. But if, if this were a right-leaning person, they're, no, I'm sorry. We wouldn't accept your apology. And he'd be out of his job already. He tweeted, he now regrets remarks he made just hours before on the impact the pandemic has had on the entertainment industry. Warner Media is the parent company of uh, HBO, HBO Max, CNN, Warner Brothers, TNT, and Cartoon Network, among others. AT&T announced February 25th it would webcast a speech from the CEO uh, that he was going to deliver. And during that speech, he said 
the CEO said, CNN is killing it. Turns out the pandemic is a pretty big part of the news cycle, and that's not going away anytime soon. It turns out it's really good for ratings. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Wow. When this thing has killed 525,000 people, uh, oh, wow. and you're just talking about it flippantly like that. Did everyone in the room say, whoa, 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 Inside whoa, whoa, voice. Yeah. Are you saying this is like the common cold? And like it's no big deal, it's just good for business? Yeah, if that was Trump, can you imagine the uh, the nightmare that would be besieging him right now? How interesting that he would also say it's not going away anytime soon. Says who? Says the media, like you guys at CNN who are writing this narrative for the government and for the public? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <sighs> I guess he would know. Maybe we should be listening to him. He knows apparently when the end date of the pandemic is, the CEO uh, at CNN. And actually, if I were to guess, I would say that, you know, the pandemic hopefully is going away sometime soon. Between the vaccine and the pills that are said to be able to deal with this thing. And everybody's saying that a lot of, a lot of uh, teams are saying, we're going to allow full house when, uh, when play resumes, like Major League Baseball. The Texas Rangers said they're going to allow full attendance. Yeah, 40,000 people or whatever that stadium holds. Exactly, yeah. Rangers and Cowboys have both announced that they're going to be 100% uh, this season. So good for them. Uh, Texas numbers at a five-month low. So we haven't been this low since September. And the lows, are they're hitting lows all over the country. And it's yes. definitely trending the right way. I don't know if anybody is experiencing uh, more infections than they had before. I think everybody's declining now. All 50 states if I'm not mistaken, have seen a decline in infections. That's great news. It's it's incredible news. And so they're already planning for full full house uh, attendance at sporting venues. That's that's huge. Plus, we found out that there's almost no infection that happens from people being outside together. So that's why the Super Bowl thing that everybody was yelling and screaming yeah. about in Tampa uh, after the Super Bowl, because they were all out without masks. There was no outbreak from that. So this is bad news, though, if if you like being in control and you're an overbearing government that likes issuing mandates and mm -hmm. edicts at will. Yes. And so they're feeling the power slip from their hands because, guess mm -hmm. what? It's been good news. Yeah, and you know what? They're just going to have to get over it. That's all. Just get over it. We're tired of you having control and exercising control. Uh, we're going to go back to freedom if that's, uh, well, whether it's all right with you or not. <laughs> we're doing it. We're doing it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Got some tweets here uh, from Rants Out Loud. If you're an educator, you get to include the costs of masks, Lysol, hand sanitizer, disposable gloves, and even hand soap as educator expenses on your 2020 tax returns. Oh, do you, do you get to also list you know, your round trip airfare and hotel stay in Cancun? <laughs> well, you talk to a tax professional about that. Educator. Um, according to uh, Helen Keller Lives, those babies have to wear face shields because... As we all know, the virus is only transferred if you're above four foot three. 
So when those babies are picked up and loved, they're obviously in deadly airspace. Oh, so yeah. it's like a preemptive yeah. thing. Right. Okay. Look how crazy that is. That is, is just asinine. Disgusting. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess we should count our blessings that they're not in the, the regular masks, right? Because, mm, yes. I mean, don't give them any ideas. That'll be what the babies are in next. By the way, there's that video of the third world sweatshop making the, you know, the pristine, mm -hmm. uh, what, what is the word that they use there? The, uh, uh, not sure. Yeah. I don't want to say hypoallergenic, but, uh, anyway. look at, look at the sanitizing effort that's going the on there. Yeah. The yeah they're sanitizing these masks. That's what they're doing with their feet, making sure <laughs> their feet on the floor. <laughs> and, uh, they, as they sew them together, the whole roll of masks just winds up falling on the floor, which. Uh, so if you've ever put uh, seems a bad. mask on. Mm -hmm. One of those especially, that's what everybody wears. I'm going to tell you, you know, when I went to the emergency room a few weeks ago, um, they make you put on a mask. I mean, they won't even, they have a police officer at the door. Mm -hmm. You don't get into the building without putting a stupid mask on. And they hand it to you. And I swear, it, it smelled like feet. The mask? Yeah. And I went, oh, God. No way. Did it's... you think of this video? And then I instantly thought of the stupid video. <laughs> it smelled like feet. Yeah. Uh, and like, if I had never seen that video, I'd just been like, oh, that sounds like feet -ish. And then you realized you remembered why. And now I know where right. they came from. Oh, I swear, we are a dumb society. Uh, Mother Fessler tweets, happy one-year anniversary of 15 days to slow the spread. We'll celebrate by watching the Biden Comedy Hour this evening. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, I wish I could have that laugh track with me tonight watching that. You know, so that, that, yeah. that's going to be fun. Uh, Won't that be nice? Maybe we should do that tomorrow, Pat. Play clips of his speech. With mm -hmm. the, with the, uh, with the mm -hmm. <laughs> soundtrack for it. Oh. Yeah. You know they're pre-recording this thing. They're probably... Oh, I think so, take, yeah. Take one is probably at 9 a.m. Eastern today. Did you see this story? Uh, this is a sobering story. In a case that stunned France last year, a schoolgirl has admitted that she made up accusations against her former teacher that sparked a hate campaign, which led to the teacher's gruesome murder and beheading. Oh, no. Uh, Samuel Paty, who's a history teacher in West Paris, was beheaded last October by an 18-year-old Chechen Muslim refugee. After the controversy erupted over his alleged anti-Muslim classroom presentation during a lesson on free speech. Now, this girl, this 13-year-old student <clears throat> who blamed him for that, who said he, he defamed Mohammed, she wasn't even in the class. Oh. Wasn't even in the class, but she didn't want to get in trouble for that, so she made up this story uh, and cast all the all this suspicion and these allegations against the teacher, and that sparked this outrage against him. I mean, I knew, and he was then beheaded. Yeah, I knew of this horrific incident, which was Jeez. horrific enough. She made it up, and now it was made up. You know, there was made it up. I, I've heard it said that if you let's just Terrible. say someone. Falsely accuse someone of um, of sexual assault, right? Mm -hmm. Then if they're found to be from a jury lying and have made it up, then they should serve the sentence that that the accused would have served. All oh, right. I say mm -hmm. the same here. Oh, absolutely. I mean, come on. 
Absolutely. This is horrific. It's uh, It sure is. It's really sad and so incredibly senseless. And this poor guy who did nothing wrong uh, is no longer with us because of it. Wow. She lied because she felt trapped in a spiral because her classmates had asked her to be a spokesperson. Uh, for some reason, when she wasn't, again, even in the class. According to the French newspaper Le Parisien, the girl lied to her father to keep him from knowing that she'd been suspended by the school for cutting class. She wouldn't have dared to confess to her father the real reasons for her exclusion shortly before the tragedy, which was linked to her bad behavior. Now, the 13-year-old has been charged with slander. Slander? And her father with being complicit in a terrorist killing. <clears throat> wow. Just really, really sad. Uh, meanwhile, at Panda Express, there's some weird things going on. Would you, would you ever think that Panda Express has a cult-like hazing ritual that they go through for what? management teams? What? Well, no. it's, it's team building. Uh, Keith, a former employee at Panda Express. This is like fast food Chinese food, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. A former employee at Panda Express is suing the restaurant chain over training she says included humiliating cult-like team building exercises that had her stripped down to her underwear. Wow, I think there might have been something else going on there too. Hmm? Uh, She claims she's 23 claimed she was sexually harassed and emotionally abused during the training session. Uh, wow. Now, she says that the company sponsors this team-building training as a prerequisite to being promoted. The woman's attorney said in an email uh, that she was intended to force the company. She's suing because she wants to force the company to stop this practice. The lawsuit alleges that employees are berated and yelled at during the training, and then some employees were made to strip down to their underwear. What are they, hold on a second. At Panda Express. Are they trying to learn how to scoop <laughs> chicken kung pao, or, or are they becoming Navy SEALs? Exactly. What is happening? Right. If there's any business in the world that needs Navy SEAL-like team building exper- experiences <laughs> and precision it's panda express right i mean if you haven't stripped down to your underwear sure. in front of coworkers, how are you possibly going to be able to to make kung pao chicken how are you going to be able to do that now i will well, say can. i will say it, it can get rigorous if someone like me shows up there and i, I know this lesson they never have it keith why do you ask where is the Shrimp fried rice. They don't have it. They never have it out there. But mm. yet I always ask, hey, do you got any shrimp fried rice? <laughs> and now I see and the answer is no. they can handle me in these odd requests because they've been through hell and back. <laughs> right. For training. <laughs> uh, I don't know that Navy SEALs are even asked to strip down to their underwear for any reason. We'll have to, you know, maybe a Navy SEAL will let us know. Uh-huh. Is that part? Is that part of Bud's? I don't uh, know. I think I'd like to hear. I think you got to swim mostly <laughs> naked because you never know when you might be asked to serve someone. <sighs> I mean, this wow. is... That's nuts. That is weird. Of all Very, the companies, yep. man, you talk Panda about Express. flying below the radar. <laughs> so, so, And apparently they've been doing it for a while. This has been going on for years. Somebody just now complained? 
What are you at a party and you're like, so what do you do? Well, I mean, I work at Walmart now. Um, I I just quit my job at Panda Express. <gasps> Wait, where were you? Oh my yeah. goodness, you got. I bet you have stories. I washed out in Bud's training at Panda Express. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't handle it. So yeah. Uh, well, I can't. <laughs> I can't look you in the eye because I mean. No, I'm a miserable failure. Miserable yeah. failure. I, I ring the bell on day one. <laughs> Do you know that only 2% of Panda Express employees can pass this training? You know that? 2%. <laughs> I mean, you got to you got to admit though. Maybe it's just me because mm-hmm. I'm just I'm a plebe, all right? You know, right. I I I I can't fold those boxes and get a, get the flap to tuck in properly. That's because you haven't been through haven't the training, been through my friend. It, man. You have not been through hell <laughs> with Panda Express. Oh boy, what a world, man! This never ceases to amaze. You never know what you're gonna wake up to. Uh, all right. Speaking of this being an incredible world, uh, do you know Stacy Plaskett is? She's a representative who uh, just tore into Representative Grothman's uh, Black Lives Matter observance the other day. Uh, one of the Republicans in this meeting said. That Black Lives Matter. Well, do we have the? Let's let's show the show the video. Love to yield and two minutes to the gentleman from Wisconsin. Gentleman from Wisconsin is recognized for two minutes. Geez, we could talk for two hours. Um, first, one of the things that hasn't been mentioned here: the increase mm-hmm. in the earned income tax credit for single people has a marriage penalty in it. <clears throat> I br- I bring it up because I know the strength that Black Lives Matter had in this last election. I know it's a group that it doesn't like the old-fashioned family. Um, <laughs> Disturbed okay. that we have right. another mm-hmm. program here in which we're increasing the marriage penalty. Hmm. Okay, so that sparks Representative Stacy Plaskett. Mr. Speaker, and I hope my colleague from Wisconsin will not leave at this time as he's talked about Black Lives Matter. How dare you? How dare you say that Black Lives Matter? Black people do not understand old fashioned families. Despite some of the mm. it, the issues, Jeez. some of the things that you have put forward that mm-hmm. I've heard out of your mouth in the oversight committee, in your own district, we have been able to keep our families alive for over 400 years and the assault on our families to not have black lives or not even have black families. How dare you say you that we are not interested really in easily. families in the black community. Okay. That is outrageous. That should no. be stricken down. I was going to talk about the American Rescue Plan. We know that this is going to provide relief mm-hmm. to not only black lives, I can't take any more black of it. Americans. <laughs> to this ignorant representative who, whose argument is completely nullified by, the, by Black Lives Matter own website, by their own website. And she clearly has no idea about what he's talking about. And uh, and everybody else who slammed this representative from Wisconsin, uh, like Colby Hall on Mediaite, who wrote a moronic story about it, why don't you check the words on their own website? Black Lives Matter stated that they're opposed to the Western traditional family unit. That's according to them. Not according to this representative from Wisconsin. For the love of all that is good, right, and holy, please, could these leftists please at least do 
the minimum amount of research. So you occasionally know what you're talking about. Just once in a while. It'd be nice. And if you didn't always look like complete, uninformed, ignorant buffoons, she's going off on him acting like he's saying black people don't like families. That's not what he said. He was talking about Black Lives Matter who did attack the traditional family. They said they were trying to, uh, what was it, uh, destroy the prescribed, I think they, they, it was worded something like that. It was the subscribed traditional Western family unit or the nuclear family nuclear unit, family was something, yeah. something to that effect. It was destroy or dismantle or one of those words by their own admission. And clearly, uh, this Stacy Plaskett had no idea about it. Uh, it's just amazing. It's amazing how ignorant these people are. They're only in their own little echo chamber. That's all they hear. That's all they see. That's all they know about. They are the definition of closed-minded. Completely. They, they've got their talking points, and nothing's going to change their mind. Really amazing. Obviously, she'd never even heard of the issue that Black Lives Matter has with the traditional family. She had no idea. All right, 888 You know what helps you exist in this crazy world? That helps you tolerate this crazy world? Really delicious ice cream. Yeah, just go home and turn it off and uh, <laughs> get a pint of Brooker's Founding Flavors ice cream. Um, so delicious. So good. Not like the artificially flavored, pumped full of air stuff that you get at the grocery store. Brooker's ice cream is made with the highest level of creaminess, the highest quality of ingredients, real vanillas from around the world, and really good chocolate. The ice cream is then hand-packed, really dense, and really delicious, and comes in all these amazing flavors. Now, if you go to the ice cream parlor they have in Utah... Uh, you'll experience a colonial tavern type place from 1776 with period decor and everybody wearing the period That's clothing. Cool. It's really fun. That's cool. Uh, but the ice cream is fantastic. And you don't have to go to Utah to experience it. Go to Brooker's website. They've got a ton of amazing flavors and they deliver right to your house. Go to brookersicecream.com. Click the ship nationwide tab. Brookersicecream.com. And click on the Ship Nationwide tab. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, by the way, Hillary Kennedy will join us in about 10 minutes. Uh, Going to be talking about Texas reopening. That's just one of the things uh, going on. Also, the UFC might might launch a, one of their fights here. Mm. Uh, and so she's a huge UFC fan. We'll talk to her about that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, has anybody notified John Bon Jovi yet that uh, Texas is open? It's open for business, even though. Although I'll keep my social distance, but this room needs to be found a vaccination. There's no substitute. So obviously, there is one. There was a substitute. Love a neighbor and a friend. Anytime you leave a stranger, just a friend. Man, yeah. That guy's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, no, no. That guy is in the Rock Hall of Fame. For that, probably. Oof, man. Huh. Uh, by the way, what a lame list of nominees this year. Okay. Mary J. Blige. 
Nobody screams rock and roll mm-hmm. like Mary J. Blige. Kate Bush, Devo, who sold, I don't know what, 12 albums worldwide? 12. Uh, Nine of them were bought by their family members. <laughs> the Foo Fighters are eligible this year. Uh-huh. The Go-Go's. Iron Maiden, which we were surprised. I think when this first was announced, didn't we look up how many albums Iron Maiden had sold and it was 80 or 100 million or something? It was impressive. Yeah, sure it was. It was impressive. I remember that. Uh, Jay-Z, Shaka Khan. Oh, yeah. Carol King. Of course. Fila Cutie. LL Cool J. Jeez. The New York Dolls. The New York Dolls are nominated. No foreigner. I feel uh, for you, man. I uh, right? Rage Against the Machine, Todd Rundgren, Tina Turner, and... The Connells. No. Dion Warwick. Whoa. I mean, when you think rock and roll... You do think. Seriously. One <laughs> name comes to mind. Am I right? The moment I wake up... Uh, Dion Warwick. Who did this fabulous song. Nothing screams rock and roll like... I say a little prayer for you. Makes you want to grab that guitar off the wall and strum along. Doesn't it? Except it's just too... Too difficult a song to play. So complex with too many chord changes. It's edgy enough on its own. You're right. The guitar solo in the middle is just... (laughs) I can't get anywhere near that speed. It's just... (laughs) It's unbelievable. (laughs) Ugh. Ah, what a world. Again, nothing nothing makes sense. You're nothing. right. You're right. Obviously, the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Selection Committee has uh-huh. something against the Connells. And, and I guess foreigner. maybe Foreigner, I guess. The Connells. Wanna... Look how how many how many albums worldwide have have the Connells sold? Oh, thank you for Is giving it me as, the... as many as Devo? Thank you for giving me Whoa! <laughs> this yeah, I'll take that bet. I will take that bet. I'll get back to you. The Connells okay. will definitely have more albums sold worldwide. Than Devo? World. Yeah. Devo don't forget they sold a dozen. They sold twelve. <laughs> I'm, I'm, they were actually big in Europe, the Connells. I, I was actually listening to an interview uh were they? with one of their members recently. And um hmm. they made it big in Europe for like a, a season. You know? Okay. And that really did harm to them. Why? Because they came back to the States and they had lost their place on the circuit, you know, and all of the all of the uh, places that they were doing their shows. Don't get smart with me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so they had, they had like a the huge... Like the 7-Eleven parking lots and stuff that was all f- I filled up now. I will beat him as soon as the cameras turn <laughs> off. No, anyhow, so, so that's... The success. Connells, <laughs> live at the 7-Eleven parking lot this Thursday evening. Uh, you know, Roxy, stuff like that. You know? uh, okay. Anyway, the All right. Fox Theater. It's not bad. Yeah, so anyway, um, <laughs> I'm, I, I, I guarantee you, uh-huh. I will take that bet okay, that the Connells... More, yeah. more record sales than even Devo. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll find out. Yes, 888-933-93. In the meantime, Apple... Won't let Parler back on its app site without without uh, Parler agreeing to follow their guidelines. Oh no! So oh, no. after having reviewed the new information, we do not believe these changes are sufficient to comply with the App Store review guidelines. Apple wrote to Parler, "There is I like this. There is no place for hateful, racist, discriminatory content on the Apple on the App Store." Really? 
yeah, we we all know that there's certainly no hateful, racist, discriminatory content on Twitter. So that app will always be safe on Apple, I'm sure. I mean, the nerve that they have to make that kind of statement when they've got Twitter and Facebook and all the garbage that's on those sites. Man. Are you serious? I can't. You're really going to make that point? Parler responded by rewriting its community guidelines. Uh, But, of course, Apple found the changes uh, insufficient. In fact, simple searches reveal highly objectionable content, including easily identified offensive uses of derogatory terms regarding race, religion, and sexual orientation, as well as Nazi symbols. For these reasons, your app cannot be returned to the App Store for distribution until it complies with the guidelines. <laughs> they, they will keep changing. It doesn't sure matter. Will. They will never let them back to full I, strength. I'm convinced they're not going to. They're not ever going to feature their app again. So where do you get the Parlor app now? If you don't already have it, where is that available? It's not on Google, I'm, is it? I'm going to check. I, I don't know. Uh, not being an app uh store expert i I don't know how many of these places there are well i think if you go to parlor.com you could probably download Download it there there, but it's not in the google play i i just looked and is gab getting the same treatment from apple or are they allowed to exist uh let's see here because i was i was knee deep in uh in connell's oh yeah the connell (laughs) uh research which Uh, is important I don't know. Rumble's on here. I don't even know what that is. Is that it's conservative? Like a, I think it's like a Facebook. Oh, okay. For conser- There's so many, man. Yeah, I know. You can't keep There's up as it is. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, we got Hillary Kennedy coming up next. And uh, the critical information on who sold more albums worldwide. The Connells or Devo. It's hard to find these numbers, man. <laughs> Maybe we'll throw uh, Dion Warwick into that as well uh-uh. to really make it a rumble. <laughs> no. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, returning with our friend Hillary Kennedy from the 4-Minute Buzz. Hillary, welcome. Thank you for having me back, Pat. Uh, so, Texas has opened up and uh, I guess there was some talk about the UFC coming to Texas. My hopes were so high for this happening because yeah. Dana White, when he heard Texas was opening up, he said he talked to Governor Abbott and said, hey, I want to bring the UFC there. I'll move the octagon there for our next fight on mm-hmm. March 27th right now if I can have it in Texas. Governor Abbott said, great, everything's open. But then Dana White said he talked to different mayors of the cities that he was considering bringing the octagon to and they all said no, according to him. Mm. So he said that he barely even got the sentence out when he talked to the officials in Dallas. And they said, nope, sorry. Ugh. Did he ask about um, uh, the basketball venue whose name is... American Airlines. Yeah, Arena. American Airlines. Did he I, ask about that? I do, it sounds like they were considering AT&T Stadium in Arlington and then the Toyota Center God, in that's Houston. That's huge. So, do, do they really draw a crowd of... Can they draw a crowd of eighty or 100,000? I think oh. so. Yeah. I, I think pretty easily. Hmm. Um, but apparently the city of Arlington said, we're not aware of any restrictions on the UFC coming here. Hmm. But Dana White said, 
I was told Texas was open, but Texas isn't open. It's unfortunate. He said, it's frustrating. I'm ready to go. I would move to the event on March 27th to Texas today if one of these places would open. But he said they're not doing it. And when is the event? March 27th is going to be okay. a huge fight. Yeah. Um, who's who's the who's the big headline fight? Stipe Miocic and Francis Ngannou. They fought back in 2018. Huh. Stipe dominated, so it's a good rematch. It's going to yeah, be a great yeah. one. For those who don't know, uh, Hillary is a huge fan of uh, <laughs> UFC and loves the bloodbaths that occur I do. in that brutal sport. <laughs> and, and, I mean, it was one of the only sports to just keep plugging along during the pandemic, yeah. uh-huh. which I thought was awesome. Yeah, I respect him for that. Um, mm-hmm. And Joe Rogan moved to Austin this year, which was really cool, so I was kind of hoping Dana White would also yeah. move to Texas and but bring his yet. conservative values with him, but yeah. uh, but I don't know. He, so he seems like he's a little sour on Texas Arlington right now. announced, well, didn't announce, but it was announced yesterday that the Rangers in the Cowboys, full capacity, 100%, right? Yeah. So I don't understand. Yeah. Are they just like baseball and football, but not, you know, beating the crap out of each other? Is I that- don't know. It's a, it's a super weird thing. The Texas Department of Licensing and Regulation, who kind of oversees all these events here, said, hey, you know, Dana has to find a venue. They need to send us paperwork, and we'll go from there. But oh, Dana said, mm. I tried all that, and people were telling me no and shutting me down. So, oh, no, that's not good. Yeah. No, that sucks. It's a bummer. So he's still going to have... UFC 260, which is the next one, he's still going to have it in Vegas. But, I mean, I guess there's still a chance there's enough time left that maybe it could come to Texas if somebody would let him bring it here. But Now, I think the last time we talked to you, uh, Conor McGregor was about to fight. Uh, was it Who was it that beat him? Uh, was it Cowboy? The Cowboy that guy. That was last or, year when he fought it? Cerrone. Wait, no, you, you remember who he, just put your man on the floor? Yeah, he just he just fought and lost. Yeah, remember that? I've right? been blocking it all out of my mind, who quite just, frankly. Yeah. It's been really sad. I is love Conor McGregor. Is he going to keep going, or is he done again? I I mean, honestly, he probably should have quit a fight or two ago and just yeah. was, left uh, on Dustin top. But yes, Poirier. Poirier. Oh, okay. Um, but I don't know. You know, his ego sometimes won't let him stop. I think if he could win yeah. one more big fight, maybe he would lay it down because he's got all these other businesses. He's got a clothing line and his whiskey, whiskey. line and all of that. Was so, it proper twelve? Yeah, mm-hmm. proper twelve. So have you tried um, that, Keith? Do you like it? <laughs> I'm I'm seeing it right now in my cabinet at home, thinking I need a sip. Yes. <laughs> so yes, yes. To answer your question. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, um, uh, what about the uh, the reaction to? Are are you a fan of the royal family and their goings on? Do you I, follow that I stuff? I do follow the royal family. I think it's a fascinating. I mean, I don't watch all the shows like The Crown and all that. I, I've watched a lot of documentaries on Princess Diana and things like that. But mm-hmm. I'm fascinated with them. I think like many Americans are. The Oprah interview with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, I think initially people were trying to figure out, you know, they keep saying they want all this privacy and they want to be left alone, but then they gave this huge bombshell interview that was seen around the world. So people were talking about whether they were on Team Meghan and Team Harry or or whether, you know, they're trying to bring down the monarchy and all of that. But then the conversation took a really weird turn Mm. because... When Oprah was sitting during the interview, she had her legs crossed and she was wearing a pair of boots. And jutting out from one of the boots is this weird <laughs> square box looking thing. Yeah. And so people were trying to figure out oh, what wow. in the world is going on with Oprah's ankle. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a, it's so, a big knot on it, right? It's yeah. a big bruise. Very unusually <laughs> shaped. So QAnon. Oh, no. Here we go. Started speculating that maybe this was an ankle monitor because she had been arrested. <laughs> 
<laughs> for being part of a global sex it. trafficking I ring. love that. Oh, you got to be kidding me. And a lot of people were also suggesting were that she was or? CGI. No. I mean, apparently this, wow. this theory has been going around for a while. Come on. Other people were speculating that it's an ice pack because Oprah fell during a speech last year. I think March of last year, actually. Oh, yeah. She's okay. been doing ice therapy on her ankle since then. So a lot of people thought maybe it was an ice pack. Oprah put out a tweet that kind of seemed to allude that maybe it was some sort of safety precaution for like COVID. Hand sanitizer? Right. So then people, she said, you know, just sanitizing and self-distancing. She says that all of this is fake. It's not true. She hasn't been raided or arrested. <laughs> um, but then those of us that That's work so in media, great. I immediately thought maybe it was... An IFB pack, you know, something we wear oh, when we do, or right, because like we wear that kind of stuff microphone. all the time. Absolutely, you or your put mic it in your pocket, pack, or because she was sitting back in a chair, so mm-hmm. maybe that was uncomfortable. So I've seen people wear them, especially women, like on their thigh or sometimes in a shoe like that. But mm-hmm. uh, why, why but wouldn't she Q-Anon, say that then? I mean, that's just well, that's lame. Yeah, I keep. Yeah, let me just reach down here in my sock and get my hand sanitizer out. Stop it. That does seem like a stupid explanation. Wait, you've got hand sanitizer in your boot? It would have been better no. if she had just said, it's true. <laughs> all, your, all your conspiracy theories about me are accurate. They're all true. Uh-huh. So you're saying that people were suspecting that she was into the sex trafficking before this interview, and this just kind of yes. made them go, oh, this makes sense now. Yeah, they brought this up a year ago hmm. and said, I believe that she's been secretly arrested <laughs> And so now, I mean, and for people that don't know what QAnon is, I I think most of us loosely know kind of what the the organization, if you Mm -hmm. want to call it that, what it's about. But apparently they kind of believe that President Trump is waging this secret war against an elite group of pedophiles that work in our government and in media and business. Mm -hmm. So Oprah fits Mm. in that category. Tom Hanks is another person that people tend to think is involved in this, too. Is Um, it possible that both of them work at Wayfair? (laughs) <laughs> Wayfair furniture? Is that possible? Maybe one of the warehouses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. Because Wayfair was involved in the sex trafficking yeah. talk, too. So maybe Oprah. Yeah. Well, and it's weird, too, because since she was being filmed full frame, you would think she would have, or someone on her team would have said, this looks really weird. If it yeah. was an ice yeah. pack or it was hand sanitizer. Yeah, or... but you know how they run, man. They, they want these people to find them out, and then they can make them look crazy. See? Mm-hmm. Think about that. I mean that's what that's what it is. It's like a it's like a psychological warfare between the two groups. So you're yeah. kind of creating a conspiracy yeah. theory about the conspiracy, conspiracy. Thank theory. Thank you. I like it. Keith. That's Thank good. You. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, Keith. <laughs> so I don't know. I think it's pretty far fetched that she was CGI, but it is very interesting what she mm-hmm. had in her boot. Who knows? I I tend to think it was probably more of a mic packer. Have you ever kept bit. anything in one of your boots when you yeah, do, do women a broadcast? Do, that? do you do that? So like I said, I've worn one on my thigh before because if you're yeah. wearing a dress and you're being shot, you know, maybe from behind and you don't want it sticking out of your outfit, they make little bands where you can wrap it around your leg and wear it on your thigh. I personally mm. have never worn it in my shoe. That seems like it would be very uncomfortable. Seems like. But I mean, mm-hmm. Harpo, her production company got paid, I think, somewhere between seven and nine million dollars for this interview. So you would think wow. someone, I think you should. that's a pretty large team of people, you would wow. think someone would have said, hey, this kind of looks funny because they make sure no uh-huh. hair is out of place. Yeah. So very unusual yeah. that. Hold your shoe up. Hold up one of your shoes for the camera so they well, can this, see. This is yeah. awkward. Yeah, I, just, just well, hold it. You know, well, you know. I can't really leave my. Kick my leg up <laughs> I was hoping you would just take it off. I didn't know you were going to actually try no. to. Well, but she can't awkward. reach it. I just wonder, like, I mean, 
How much can you fit in that high uh, heel? Well, definitely here? nothing in this shoe. Uh-huh. But even in a boot, you would have to be wearing a boot with a lot of stretch in it or, or okay, that's just room weird. in it for really that. Weird. But it does look very bizarre. So a lot of people really believe that it was something to do with <laughs> a lot. her being arrested hold, hold at on. some point. Hold on. Amazing. Let's, let's amazing. get a number here. A lot of people. Okay, a lot of people who are looking for mm-hmm. possible conspiracy. And that's just theories. it. That's sure. the whole thing about a conspiracy theory, right? Is, right. is you 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 find stuff that fits your your preconceived right notion there. But exactly, uh, I'm not saying there's nothing to the sex trafficking thing. I absolutely think that's going on to some degree. But to implicate Oprah because she has a, a knot on her foot that's seems silly. A little odd. Right. So who do you support between? Uh, what Meghan Markle said about the the royal family uh, being racist and chasing them out of England, and I mean, who's who? Who do you support there? The family or Meghan and Harry? So I tend to fall in the category of there's a lot of conversations that go on in families that aren't the most pleasant or flattering, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean they always need to be made public. Right. That's stuff that you work through privately. Yeah. I felt like it was not in great form for them to give this interview kind of throwing the royal family under the bus but yeah and just throwing that out that somebody asked them about the darkness of the skin of the baby and then not telling us who that is because you cast dispersions that the whole family could be the queen could yeah. be charles could be anybody well and Meghan markle is a trained actress she's a thespian mm-hmm. she's trained to to give a great mm. performance and so how do you know how much of that is genuine and how much of it isn't? I don't right. know. Do I feel I do feel badly for someone being thrust into a situation that I think they are they're in way over their head and they don't know how to handle it. And it sounds like that was the case. I, I don't think she fully comprehended what she was getting into. Whereas, you know, because she'd already had a career. She'd already kind of lived this very free life and wasn't groomed for that sort of mm. lifestyle. And I right. just don't think she could handle it but i don't think attacking the royal family is the way to go about not being able to handle something that maybe you weren't right for yeah all right uh we will watch for you on the four minute buzz coming up in just moments uh thanks for coming in yeah thanks for having and me what, what's your uh, website? hillary kennedy hillarykennedy.com oh, with one hillary l with one l one l okay <laughs> okay thank you all right thanks uh let me tell you about keeps keeps is a way that you can well keep your hair, uh, at least what's left of it. If you've noticed that you're starting to lose hair and your hair's getting thinner, maybe got some patchy baldness somewhere in there. Maybe, maybe you have an extensive hat collection. Maybe. <laughs> and you're just trying to cover it up. Instead of that, try Keeps to help you keep your hair uh, for the rest of your life. Uh, they they, uh, they say that there's about 90% of men who try Keeps and use it uh, experience stopping the hair loss and then another 67 percent experience hair regrowth this could be so great for you go to the uh, website keeps.com slash pat all you have to do is answer a few questions snap a couple of pictures of your hair and post those and then a licensed doctor reviews all all of that information and will send the right hair loss treatment directly to your door We'll even get you started with a special deal. When you go to K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Pat, you'll get 50% off your first order. Keeps hair loss treatment. Keeps dot com slash Pat. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred. 
and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Joe Biden just endorsed a law that endangers 57 million jobs. You know, they talk about the gig economy. Jobs like driving for Uber. Things that you get on the side. You know, you got a gig on the side. Uber and other things that you you just kind of pick up here and there. Well, uh, Americans are working as freelancers in some capacity, but Biden just endorsed this radical labor law that puts all of that into question. House Democrats recently reintroduced the PRO Act, which, among many sweeping reforms, would make many commonplace forms of independent contractor being a freelancer illegal. It's based on a California law that was so dysfunctional, even voters in that state uh, voted to change it. So, um, this purports to stop workers from being classified or misclassified as freelancers in order to force companies to hire them full time. Now, a lot of these, a lot of these workers don't want to be hired full time because they've got a job on the, the another job that they actually like and is might be their full time job, and then they just do this for extra yeah. money. But the Pro Act's redefinition of freelance worker is so narrow that a worker can only provide a company with a freelance service that's outside its normal purview. Like, Uber is a driving company. So it couldn't hire drivers as freelancers, but it could potentially hire a janitor (laughs) as a freelancer. Does that even make sense to you? These Democrats are trying to screw you up any way they possibly can. I mean, this is like the minimum wage, right? Oh, let's check up the minimum wage. It's better for workers. And then companies are like, eh, I'll just hire less workers and I'll end up paying the same on my payroll. So this is saying, right. hey, hire them full time. Well, what if this they is They don't want to jo- be full time. Yeah, well, what if not only that, never mind the right of the worker to choose how many hours they want to work, but the, the right uh. of the employer that may not have 40 hours of work for this individual to do. You just cost them the job the way, and just another way that minimum wage would have. Can't take it. You just can't take it. There are so many unintended, or maybe these are even intended consequences. Yeah, you get more people on the government dole, right? From these idiots. Yeah, yeah. more people struggling, need handouts. It, it could force them to hire you full-time, but it could also cost you the job completely. Yep. So, uh, is that what they really want? And so it, that you're even more dependent on them for help and, and re- assistance? Remember, whatever they title these bills... Yes. It's the opposite. It's the opposite. Protecting the Right to Organize Act. Yeah, uh-huh. Not protecting anything. <laughs> Come on. Uh, did you also know that the Democrat Party... Now, I don't know if Republicans are doing this and they just haven't been caught at it. But a big uh, Twitter troll was just revealed to be on the payroll of the of a Democrat political action committee. Huh. Uh, his name is Majid Padelin, runs a tr- Twitter account uh, with about 900,000 followers. His He goes by the moniker Brooklyn Dad. Have you ever seen his tweets? I don't know that I have. I'll and look him up. apparently he just trolls Republicans and and argues with them online and and uh, insults them, essentially. Uh, but he, he tweeted out, just woke up, saw Brooklyn Dad trending because a bunch of folks thought I was hiding information clearly stated in my profile, but even more of you stood up for me. 
Uh, his critics actually pointed out that the admission didn't say. In fact, his uh, profile did not say he's a paid advisor. Uh, he makes fifty. He made fifty-seven thousand dollars to tweet last year. <laughs> I found him now. No, I don't know who this is. Uh, he's pretty obnoxious, from what I understand. Oh yeah, just his profile itself is obnoxious. obnoxious. Yeah. Brooklyn dad being paid being a paid dem op is pretty unsurprising it absolutely does pay to promote crappy political opinions in america (laughs) according to uh what some republicans were tweeting out after the disclosure um and so i wonder how much of that is going on how many people are being paid just to stir things up on twitter i bet a lot Mm. i bet a lot and I don't, I don't know that the Republicans are pay, playing this game. I hope not. Because it's really kind of shady and, and despicable. I thought we were all trying to come together. I thought we were supposed to unify now. Oh, you thought wrong. And here you are paying <laughs> people to be belligerent a-holes online. Uh, it's, it's, it's typical of the Democrat Party, actually. The Mayo Clinic has debuted some woke policies including wearable pronoun buttons. Oh, yes. It's about time. Fine. How long have we been clamoring for wearable pronoun buttons? I I mean, it it does it does eliminate the awkward ice breaking moment where you have to ask for uh, for the pronoun. pronoun. Your I personal. can't tell you how many times like I'm in a store or something like that, you <laughs> yeah. know, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm sorry, what's your preferred pronoun?" Right. I don't want to mm-hmm. find myself 10 mm-hmm. minutes deep into this conversation. <laughs> About my receipt. What I'm referring to you in the third person, should I say she and her or should I say they and them? Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. Should I say ma'am? You can say ma'am. Should I say sir? Yeah. Excuse me, it's ma'am. Anytime you hear a voice like that saying that, good idea to ask for the pronoun before you have any kind of conversation with them. I mean, just try that. Try that in your daily life. Asking them about uh, preferred pronouns? Not only that, but just trying to, to ask people. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Ask them before no you engage in another conversation. <laughs> hold on. No hold way. that thought. I need to talk to this individual. <laughs> Find out how to properly identify before I talk to you about them. Yeah, because uh, I don't want to piss them off. And so... <laughs> want a personal privilege? Yeah, okay. Yes. Go ahead. Please sure. do, not do not use, use gendered, gendered language, language. To, to address everyone. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> so the Mayo Clinic yeah. introduces a fresh round of woke policies Ugh. relating to gender identity, and that includes the wearable buttons for employees to display their preferred pronouns. Uh-huh. What an asinine society. Mayo Clinic. We have de- developed here. Mayo Clinic. Yeah. yeah. Company announced uh, Tuesday that it's updated its dress and decorum policy to approve the pronoun buttons. <laughs> Mayo Clinic also updated its email signature policy for official emails informing employees that preferred pronouns can now be included in the email signature. I've seen that already. Have you? Yeah, I forget. He, where. hers. Yeah, like she, his. This and stuff like that. Oh my I mean, it's the first sign to not reply to that email. <laughs> so Mayo Clinic offered an explanation of the importance of personal pronouns. Pronouns are specific to an individual's gender identity. <laughs> Often, 
people determine a person's gender based on their appearance. Oh, how dare you? Right. Don't be making assumptions. How dare Come on. Don't you walk up in here <laughs> and start just assuming things. Like when Hillary walked in here. Uh-huh. Did you just assume she's female? I'll be honest. I've never I, I had that did. conversation with her. I, but I haven't asked her, what's your, what's your preferred pronoun? I will say that I don't know that I've ever in front of her said, referred to her as a her or she. Um, oh, good. So that's good. You don't want to be presumptuous. It, right, because she may have corrected me on the spot. Because appearance could be very, very deceiving. Sure. We don't sure. know. Um, but uh, a society... But often people determine a person's gender based on their appearance, name, or gender expression. Uh huh. You know what? Some what? people even use voice as a recognition point. Like, for instance, some people may assume I am male because my voice is deeper than some. And I got to be honest with you, I've known you for over 20 years and mm-hmm. I have never had that conversation with you. Well, you're right. Is it? That's right. You don't know. Can, can I? Is you it, don't know. Is it safe to assume? Don't offend me. Don't offend me now. Uh, how, how should I? What <laughs> what pronoun should I use, Pat, when referring to you? What would you prefer? Just tell me that. It, it's. Okay. I think is what I'm going by this week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, however, individuals might not identify as either male or female, but, then, but rather yeah. somewhere along the gender spectrum. I don't know. Now, it. in these circumstances, <clears throat> uh, again, according to the Mayo Clinic, <clears throat> people might use gender-neutral pronoun, pronouns such as they, them, or a pronoun that better speaks to their identity, including <laughs> newer pronouns such as je and her, H-I-R. Okay. Now, how do you know they're saying H-I-R instead of H-E-R? They both right? sound the same, right? Now you got to spell it, too. Now I got to spell what? it. I got a place for you, and it's not the workplace, okay? It's okay. not at the cubicle next to me. It's in a mental ward. Yes. Okay, that's where you should go. <laughs> yes. And then we don't have to worry about these conversations. If you're a they, uh-huh. or them, they need to lock themselves up. <laughs> oh my gosh! What are what a world? Uh, what a world! Now we'll explore that again tomorrow. <laughs> uh, right here when uh, Jeffy joins us yeah, right. to finish off the week. Oh, together. Pat Gray Bingo returns on Monday. Oh. Your snap. Your card will be posted All right. at the top of at Pat Unleashed on Twitter this time tomorrow. See you tomorrow.